Last week, the Death Saving Bros were joined by special guest Chris Locke and his character Negotiator, name and title. This episode is a continuation of that story. Therefore, we invite you to indulge in a more in-depth recap of what happened previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. So you guys just finished your fights, and you are now able to enter into the central brain of these five stadiums that are around a central point. And you see six people politely clapping. Then Reynolds comes down and says, Apparently you guys are just that good, so you can take your prize if you want to. I need a warhammer. All right, but do we want a magical So the reason we're here is we want those uh, forge tickets to that party. Steel Glades, Big Gala. Do you want to just get that now? I take the helm. <laughs> I take the key and the, the lockpick ring. I want the cloak. I'll take the goddamn longsword. I think you were asking about a guy named Philip Dmitriev. I was. From what I hear. His pack is over here. I'll take that. Philip's bag contains an emerald, a letter signed your all. All it says is chorus harvest moon. Negotiator, here's your letters of mark. Uh, this will let you operate on the bridge. If you want to keep fighting with these guys, you can go win the wagon that you need. Hello, I'm negotiator name and title listen my my brother fighter name and title is going to be in the uh <laughs> in, in the the melee here i might be able to help you get uh, get those documents anyway later down the line hmm so so the thing about negotiator name and title is that he is also fighter name and title <laughs> oh. anytime he's uh he's supposed to be in two places at once he claims to have explosive diarrhea so that he can go be the I other person character. for a little while <laughs> he would come back wearing a different hat he wasn't wearing a hat <laughs> but now he's wearing like a, a little red hat hello I'm, I'm fighter name and title and he would have done everything possible to try and like bribe the other team you most certainly went over to the other team. They seem more or less on board with the plan. Now that fighter's here, uh, you guys all ready to proceed into the ring? Why not? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a second event for you. This is not just a fight. This is a test of skill. Let's get ready to rumble. Great, it's American Gladiator. Let's go. Damn it. <laughs> I draw my shield and um, sword and sprint down the hall. You come to a mud pit and you see that there are bar- there are rods with barbed wire. I'm gonna cast Misty Step and completely subvert this entire obstacle. And then say, come on, let's go, let's go, come on, move. I wanna sprint at it and do like a slide on my belly. You slide right under it like a <laughs> seal. I'm gonna try jumping before I use that spell. Yeah, I'm gonna approach it as a long jump as well and just leap this bitch. Yeah, I'm also gonna hurdle it. Oh no, I'm gonna slip inside like I saw this guy do. We're, we're just running. You approach a low, knee-high wooden barrier, and three bullseye targets are stationed 50 feet dirt further down the way. I'm going to draw my short bow. I'm going to shoot a dart. Can I firebolt one of them? So all three targets go down. The knee-high wall drops down, and your way is clear. Run. Oh, there's Run only three targets. Could have just stepped I feel like we could just hop the knee-high wall. You guys are supposed to be really good at this. And Fighter's team has picked up the pace. Let's see how they handle the 20-foot wall. I want to run along the side, kick off the stone wall to give myself some extra height to jump at a rope, and then start climbing. Instead of climbing over the wall, he winds up falling. Shit, that was supposed to be cool. I'm over the wall. And you guys proceed until you come to a tar pit. I long jump it. I want to hurdle it. 
Mm-hmm. We're doing yeah, this. Up too. I'm exactly. I'm gonna go thing. bing, bing, bing across the stepping stones. And then you come to a closed door. Hey, big guy, break it, it might down. be unlocked. I just I kick it. Maybe not as you know what to do. If all six of you kick it. Well, <laughs> I mean, if you kick it hard enough. Let's go. One, two, three. And the crowd cheers. Do we get extra points for being cool? Like when the crowd cheers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you get a thousand whose line is it anyway points. Fantastic. You get a thousand gold. The corridor doubles back, and I'm sure you guys are still sprinting through. Of yeah. course. You come to another barbed wire crawl. Hmm, again? Is it any different than the last one? Slip and slide again. It doesn't look any different. I don't like the way you say it doesn't look any different. Okay, so Jet and Dosh slide under, and as soon as they slide under, the rods start moving up and down. Fighter, <laughs> you start crawling under, and you wind up getting stabbed with the barbed wire. God, donuts. I grab his ankle and pull him away. That was to show you what would happen if you didn't do it right. Oh, no, no, man. Just, I need you alive for the demons afterwards, okay? I am going to cast my mage hand to hold up in my yam sack as I go to jump it just to make sure. You continue forward and you see another archery range. But this time, you see the three targets are weaving and they are behind a barred and locked door. Can I go through it? No. Since I'm a bard? Would it be a thing for my mage hand to take an arrow and go and stick it in the target? Well, we've never seen that before. Continue on. Go on, Sprint. Taking the dash action. You all run straight into an invisible wall. If you haven't noticed, these obstacles are getting a little harder. Perhaps you could use a little shortcut. This task will test your knowledge in wiles with a cunning little game of colorful tiles. Not a Seems chance. suspicious. Paul is so upset right now. He really wanted us to play it. I wonder how long it took you to plan this game that we potentially would have played. A long time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys come to another tar pit. This one looks much longer than the last one. I got 10. You fall into the tar and you are stuck. Well, fuck. I want to go, ha. Can I miss you step out of you? Yeah, you could do that. All right, I'm going to do that. Okay, you're, at, you're to the other edge, but you've got black tar all over your pants. Damn it. 14. You fall in the tar. Can I imagine a 10 puts me in the tar? 19. Ambionitis makes it across. I want to fling a rope back in their direction. Yeah, I help him. Yeah, you guys pull <laughs> Brixius out. Oh, hey, guys. Help me out here. And you come to a locked door now that everybody has passed the tar pit. I knock. Question mark key. Your key does not unlock the door. Nobody answers your knock, Brixius. Jet, you pull out your ring of lock picking. You unlock the door. And you are now in an open arena, and there is a... You see six people waiting for you on the opposite side of the ring. It's the six people that fighter had, or, well, negotiator had spoken to. Wow, you guys are fast. How did you beat us here? I was using freaking magic. Suddenly a pedestal rises up, and on the pedestal is a crown. Immediately running towards it. You get there, and you grab the crown. And, and yeah? Do I win? You grabbed it. Do I win? I put it on my head. Do I win? There's confetti. I want to clap. (laughs) And Reynolds kind of over the loudspeaker goes, uh, well, that was anticlimactic.
I want to clap. <laughs> and Reynolds kind of over the loudspeaker goes, uh, well, that was anticlimactic. Huh. <laughs> shout up. I mean, we can beat them up if you want. No, no, uh, that's that's the end. That's the rules. Um, now I'm gonna sit on my. I'm gonna sit up there and just. King declares, "He who wears crown says, no survivors. Have at them. No survivors <laughs> means this works. yourself as well should not survive. No, no, really, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you guys are all ushered out of the arena." to a smattering of applause from the stadium <laughs> and several boos. I just I just took it. Okay, so this other team, they were there, they were waiting for us, and we just ran up when we took it. The pedestal wasn't there until you all got there. Uh, well, what's the point of getting there first, then? Yeah. Just dick around until the other team shows up? You get well, up. you could go to where the other team was going to come out of the maze. And spawn and, kill them? Yeah. <laughs> A bunch of freaking campers. Well, why didn't they do that right. if they were there first? <laughs> I hate this. So you guys are out of the stadium, and oh. Reynolds goes, Uh, yeah, I guess you guys get your... Where's my wagon? Your, yeah. <laughs> well... Fighter, you can go grab your wagon. Um, I mean, I mean, negotiator's wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll we'll send a wagon over to um over to the forger's place. Uh, we'll send it over to Zafar's, and uh, you can pick it up there. Since you have to go get those letters of mark verified. I mean, they're the real thing, but we got to forge the signature. So you got to go see Zafar. Okay. Okay. And uh, yeah, what do you guys want? Invitations to the hottest party in town. Double-sided Warhammer. You only get one thing, just so you know, Brixius. Yep. Hmm. Give the man a Warhammer. All right, he doesn't get an invitation, which apparently <laughs> Dosh over here wants. Yeah, that's fine. I take the... Is it double-sided? Yes, it looks like <laughs> Thor's hammer. Oh, 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 yeah. Yep, I take that. It's a plus two. Oh, hell yes, I take that. Without we can a ask question. for anything here? Within reason. So I can't request the actual Thor's hammer? No. Okay. You can request that Thor be written on your hammer. Just an sharpie. inflatable balloon hammer. Yeah. It's a plus two, though. <laughs> yeah, is that a thing? <laughs> inflatable plus two, plus two hammer? Can it be a simple weapon so I can use this? <laughs> Since it's a balloon, if that's if that's really what you want, absolutely, <laughs> we can forge documents. You can you can't make this shit up. Sure, you now have an inflatable Mjolnir, <laughs> inflatable Thor hammer, and it's a it's like a monk weapon, a simple weapon here. It does minus one because it's an inflatable <laughs> hammer, plus two, so it does one damage. <laughs> Does one damage? One damage. So anytime I hit somebody, no matter what. <laughs> All right. Your you... favorite weapon as a monk. After it, you get five uses per day. After that, it loses air. Oh. So on top of the one damage, I get five uses a day. So you get to deal five damage with that thing before it loses air. For the day. In between hits, he pops open the nipple on it and starts blowing more air into it. Nope, it doesn't have a it doesn't have a way to blow up. It's a magic item. Huh. It's not very magical, but I guess I, I, this has already been presented to me. Yes. 
Uh, okay, yeah, no, this is mine. In case of emergency, it can also it. be used as a flotation device. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so Brixius got his double-sided warhammer. Uh, Jet got Milnor. Dosh wants forged invitations to the Steel Glade party. Uh, fighter slash negotiator wants a wagon that is available at Safar's since he needs his letters of mark signed. Negotia fighter. <laughs> we are two. That is my brother. Please don't combine us. We are not the same person. Do you By have any way, other I brothers? Need, I need. Yes. Uh, there's negotiator. There's uh, my name's fighter. There is spider. There is <laughs> writer. Do you have a brother named Ryder? He's Do very you have like a Spider-Man costume or something you throw on? Can we meet your brother Spider? I'm just curious. Uh, he's uh, occupied right now. He has explosive diarrhea. Oh, he does? Um, <laughs> what about uh, Negotiator, though? We haven't seen him in a while I need since to go. I fights. actually need to go get Negotiator. I also feel like I'm coming down with a bad case of explosive diarrhea. It's genetic, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Negotiator comes back. Well, before yeah. he left, I wanted to tell Fighter. I just just tell him, just just say the number three really loud. Three. I want him to hear that word. And then so Negotiator, or Fighter leaves at that point. Yeah. Because when he comes back, I want to ask, uh, the Negotiator, you're back now, huh? Oh, yes, thank you. I, I, I had a bad stomach cramps. I see. You just didn't change hats, did you? Oh, I absolutely changed hats. You don't. You don't think he stuffed it in his bag, like? It's just in his back pocket, sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's like peeking out. He's not you very smart. It. I just have a quick question for you. How many fingers am I holding up behind my back here? Um, I don't know. I don't have X-ray vision. Oh come on! You got a feeling. What number popped into your head? Probably six, right? You've got one of those hands. I got a six-fingered hand? Yeah. Right? Thanks. All right, you're close enough. Close enough. Thank you. You passed the test here. Let's move on, guys. Oh, awesome. I'm very bad at tests. I'm so glad. He's going to catch him off guard. He was going to say three. Just planted that subconsciously. <laughs> uh, I don't <laughs> just think he's smart enough for you to do that to him. <laughs> It's like training an animal, right? Yeah, sort of. Say it enough times. Um, am I able to grab something? Sure. I'm gonna ask who is. I want all information on Chorus, Harvest Moon, and y'all. Reynolds says, "I have no idea who your all is. I, I mean, the Harvest Moon is coming up in a couple weeks, and Chorus is the giant city to the north." Alright, can I just grab, like, a uh, sword, then? Yeah. Uh, he gives you a plus one sword. Brother, do you see how cool this Warhammer is? Did you want one as well? Uh, I've only been asking for a Warhammer for, like, two hours now. You want a Warhammer? Bro, that's our thing. Get one. They have them now. I look at Guy and say, you wouldn't have another Warhammer, would you? Um, yeah, I, I could get you one. You won the fight. Yeah, I'll take that. Try to get a plus three Warhammer. Ask him for it specifically. He'll know what it means. <laughs> I'm sorry, all I've got left is this plus one Warhammer. The coolest one that I had, Brixius took. Oh, no, that's that's cool. I guess you didn't hear me before. No, I'll take the plus one. Can I get a plus five Vorpal Net? No. <laughs> all Dang. right. 
So you guys um, are given directions to Zafar. Only the people that wanted that piece of information, but I'm sure you guys wound up telling each other anyways. No. <laughs> I don't tell them shit. <laughs> All right. I do want to ask, though. This cloak, what does it do? Because you said something about billowing, but that's all I heard. As you say the word billowing, it starts billowing out behind you dramatically. Good enough. Wait a second. Did you guys say my eyes were glowing red? (laughs) Yes. Are are they still glowing red? Are you still wearing the helm? Of course. Then yes. Brother? Other group members? Why are my eyes glowing red? Can I use my, uh, my gem of true seeing? Yeah. Okay, um, I'd like to use that and then look at him to see if there's anything funky going on. Well, I find it very that odd really cool. that my eyes are going red, and I find it even odder, odder, not like the, not like the animal, but more odd that they've been glowing red this whole time, and we just kind of ignored the fact that they've been glowing red. What are we doing, guys? So I think you just smoked a lot of pot. <laughs> <sighs> No. <laughs> Using the gem of true scene, you don't see anything wrong. Looking through the gem, you can look you can see that his eyes are normal. It's just a illusory effect of the helm. Okay, I would let him know that. That it this is just for effect to make you look like badass and stuff. Oh. So what does that give me to uh if I try to intimidate someone with it on, since I look even more badass now, does it give me extra modifiers and bonuses? Not in mechanic form, Damn. but probably. All right. So I take it off then. Your eyes are no longer glowing red. Uh, can I use divine sense on it? Sure. There's nothing wrong with it. Can I ask to see it? Hey, Brixius, right. let me check that out real no. quick. I want to see if I do it. No. And I just put it on. No, I don't give it to you. So you don't just put it on. I do not give it to you. I would never give it up. <laughs> Gotta see if this works for everyone. I'm gonna give it back. Nope, I will not give it up. It is mine. You guys are going over to the Safars. <laughs> you knock on his front door and uh, negotiator, you see a giant wagon waiting out front. Oh, I get so excited. Can I get Figus to get me a new pair of pants since mine are covered in uh, yeah, stuff? Yeah, Figus is now back with you and he's comes running up to you as you approach Zafar's door and he says, Sir... So I got you some new pants. I had to run down the street. There were lots of bad men, and they all wanted to take these pants from me. He still has <laughs> gasp. He still has his uh, frosted tips, correct? Oh, of course, sir. Oh, excellent. And I look. Is negotiator any bit erect right now? <laughs> he said he was very excited. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Very stiff, very elated, filled with joy. Gosh. Now, is that because you see the wagon or because I still haven't put my pants on? I mean, you (laughs) haven't even, even, like, gone out anywhere, get to know each other. Uh, He thinks you look nice, but this wagon is just looking a little bit better right now. I'd say in pants. I put pants Right in the middle of the street. (laughs) Zafar comes out and says... I've been waiting here all day for you, gentlemen. Oh my gosh, just give me those letters of Mark. Here you go. Well, they're not... You don't have them. I heard that Negotiator had them. Yeah, I'm too excited about my uh, wagon to really be paying attention to anything they're doing. I don't think Negotiator came. I think Fighter came with us. (laughs) No, Negotiator came. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is Fighter. This is Negotiator. I'm gonna walk (laughs) it. 
Or is it, this might be spider, actually. No, oh, it's closer soon. to smuggler right now. <laughs> oh, there's a smuggler, too? Yeah, there's smuggler name and title. <laughs> so I'm going to walk um, up to um, Negotiator. Hey, hey, buddy, didn't your uh, brother Fighter have those tickets we needed? Uh, oh, yes, he he gave those to me right as we were passing in the hallway. H here you go. And I'll hand them off. Oh, okay, perfect. Thanks, bud. Uh, just so you know, um, if you see Spider around, though, tell him seven. And then I'm going to go okay. give the tickets to ja Dosh. All right, and Zafar takes a look at the invitations and says, Yes, uh, here, let me sign those. Jeez, don't sound so enthused. Oh, I've been waiting here all day. And he signs them real quick and says, Well, like, isn't this your your home? Like, what's wrong with waiting here? Where else would you be? On the rich side of the river. <laughs> In case you didn't know, I am a very high nobleman. Well, excuse me. Yes, sir. It's... Wait, does you recognize me since I'm considered a noble? No, you're from a different city. Alright. He says... I just help out in the pits every once in a while, but good day, and he walks away. Good luck getting across the bridge. Those letters, those invitations won't do you any good. Why? And I, I notice this and say, you know, my brother Smuggler, I think he could get you across the bridge. Yeah, what color hat does he wear? <laughs> uh, it's green. Green hat? Yeah. You know, because he smuggles things. It makes sense, right? Are you guys all the same? Hey, am I able to get across the bridge by myself? Without these guys? Possibly. Is Smuggler cooler than Fighter? Because Fighter was kind of a tool. I'm just sorry to talk bad about your brother, but... I know, he's he's just... He's so gung-ho, and he'll just, like, glare at you. <laughs> are you all the same age? Are you, are you like, uh, triplets here? Or? Octuplets, thank you. Octuplets, there's eight of you. <laughs> yes. Your poor mother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, may she rest in peace or burn in the nine hells. You know, I would love to just, once we're all done with this adventure, just throw a party and you can invite all of your brothers. And, you know, I would love Absolutely. to meet everybody. Absolutely, I will invite all of them. Uh, uh, they can all come all at once. It'll be no problem. You see him start to, to like, sweat a little bit. <laughs> Let's carry on then, okay? We got a party to start planning. Uh, I'll go get my brother Smuggler. And they're like, is there, like, an alleyway I can go into or <laughs> behind a building? Yes. You okay. go behind the wagon. And, uh, yeah, I go behind the wagon. Like, in in that stupid thing, it's, like, one continuous motion where I go behind the wagon in one direction and then, like, two seconds later from the other side of the wagon, still going the exact same speed, comes, uh, he's wearing a green hat. Oh, hello! Uh, my brother said that uh, you, you needed to speak with uh, me about getting across the bridge. Oh, we really letting this happen again. <laughs> wow, that was really convenient that we were just right there. Oh, yes. Well, I heard about the uh, the wagon and had to come see it for myself. My brother also just, uh, he had some explosive diarrhea he had to go take care of. <laughs> oh, that's perfectly understandable. That's yeah. unfortunate. He, he did tell me to pass along the number seven. Is this correct? What's your name? Oh, my name is Smuggler. Name and title. You're Smuggler? Yes. No, no, I didn't. I didn't leave any messages for you, Mr. Smuggler. Um, oh, I was he, talking to Spider. He, if he, uh, if anybody saw Spider. Oh yes, he must have misheard. My my brother, uh, my brother negotiator is sometimes has a bad hearing. Oh yes, yes, but I've got perfect hearing. 
I can hear. So, so when you see Spider, you tell him six for me. Okay, I will. I will tell him six. Thank you. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You might want to tell a negotiator too. Like maybe looking to go in on a dialogue. He he's looking kind of fat. Just to be <laughs> just to be honest. I'm just <laughs> sorry to disparage your family, but. <laughs> While you were mastering the blade, he was getting blitzed. <laughs> Same, bro. <laughs> oh, Dosh knows all about getting blitzed. <laughs> but, uh, so yes, we need uh, our passageway. If you can help us out with that, that Mr. Smuggler. Name and title. Thank you. I appreciate you saying the, the full thing. Um, so how would I exactly... Because I've got these... I've got a uh, criminal contract... Or contact... I've got some underground connections, and I also am smuggler. What would, uh, is there any any direct way that would be the best to get these guys across? Um, now that you have your wagon, uh, this is a special wagon that has compartments under the floor. It has a lifted floor, so you could put them all in the compartment and smuggle them across, uh, and then drop them off at a. Um, at your criminal contact on the other side who will dress them appropriately for the rich side of... Oh, awesome. Okay. Okay, well, I've got to go get my brother Driver to get you uh, situated (laughs) later. (laughs) present Dungeon Master here with another week of announcements. We hope you're enjoying the second half of our adventure with special guest Chris Locke. We'll get you back to it shortly. But first, we want to remind you that our podcast partner this week is the Retroverse. Created by our guest Chris, the Lasers and Liches Retroverse is a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons compatible setting with new classes, creatures, and magic that evokes your favorite 80s and 90s nostalgia. Let's hear a little bit about it from him. Okay, yes, it's my favorite subject. Lasers and Liches in the Retroverse is basically Saturday morning, the tabletop role-playing game. So remember when you woke up on Saturday and you just stayed in your pajamas and you ate sugary cereal, watched cartoons, and played with action figures? Uh, Anyway, we're trying to make (laughs) that as a tabletop role-playing game. We're trying to take all the things that you enjoyed as a kid and uh, really dig deep into what made them great um, not just to make quick, easy references to Jurassic Park, but like explore why Jurassic Park has such a uh, staying holder and to bring some of those feelings of uh, He-Man and Power Rangers and, and these things back into the tabletop role-playing uh, sort of genre. Um, so we've been working on it for a long time. We've got the first test wave out. We released that back in uh, April-ish. And it's like 150 pages of really cool content uh, some new classes, races, new monsters, magic, the whole nine yards. Uh, so we're working on it still, and we'll be uh, probably putting up a Kickstarter, it looks like, in December. Um, anyway, so that's that's Lasers and Liches. Um, uh, really just go out there, follow me on Twitter if you want, uh, at Snicklesocks, and you'll see all sorts of stuff. I hope you uh, I hope you enjoy it, really. Like Chris said, the first test run is available now, with a new Kickstarter launching in December. Go check it out and leave a review. That's the Lasers and Liches Retroverse at lasersandliches.com. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your pitch and a 30-second promo 
if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. Then, of course, what would our announcements be if we didn't remind you to head over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher and leave a review? We've got some new ones in, which we'll be reading in future episodes, and that's because we want to hear from you. Reviews are a great way to let us know what you like about the show, while also helping us get a little bit more exposure in the podcast charts. So, help us help you help us make this show even better. Finally, we wanted to give you an update on where the show is headed. We've got episode 21 set as our originally planned Halloween costume special, so you should be hearing that one the week of Thanksgiving, aka the 20th of November, and then after that we might be taking a little bit of a break. Nothing's official. Nothing's official yet. But with the holidays coming up, it not only gets difficult for us to record, but we know it's not always easy for you as listeners to stay up to date on the show. So, like I said, nothing's set in stone, but we might release some bonus content over the month of December instead of the weekly main story. Of course, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the subject. Hit us up on Twitter using the hashtag DeathSavingBros. Mid-season break? Bonus content? Yay? Nay? We always enjoy engaging with you about this or anything else you might have to talk about. And that's this week's announcements. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. But uh, let's let's get you all in your in your little compartments. This is the compartment. I don't go in there. I mean, if you... I change into my noble clothing and get my on my horse. When he shows us the compartments, I'm gonna look and say, "Whoa! Does Fighter know about this?" <laughs> no, that idiot. <laughs> I secretly hate it. <laughs> um, Brixius right. and Ambionitis, are you guys game for getting smuggled across the bridge? I don't like confined spaces. But I guess I will give it a try. But I might freak out and blow it, blow it all for all of us. But yeah, sure. Well, don't do that. Well, you're going to get me in trouble. Uh, that is not my goal, sir. I just do not like being in small spaces. I am a big, big person. Just cast sleep on him. <laughs> do not put me under by magical means. I will be very upset when I wake up. He Brixius. If you had to define how healthy you are, I don't know, with like a numerical score, how healthy would you say you're feeling? <laughs> Probably <laughs> about a 20 right now. About a 20? All right. <laughs> on a scale of from 1 to 36, I'd say a 20. Yeah, can I just hop on my horse, change, well, change my noble gear in, in the cart, hop on my horse and just have Vargas escort me to the birds? Sure. Um, <laughs> can I be... Can I be in the same compartment as Brixia so I can see if he's starting to freak out? It's all one big compartment. Oh, okay. Just gonna whisper stuff to him in his ear like, we're never getting out of here. You don't want to be in a small compartment with me without my pants on. <laughs> Are there any animals around? Oh, any animals around. Yeah, there's Protheans horse. I'm looking for small little creatures. Is there like, I'm, I'm specifically trying to find like a bunny or maybe a puppy or something like that. There's a rat. Nah. 
Nah, that's that's <laughs> not no. as useful as I'd like it to be. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you see a puppy come around the corner. <laughs> okay, cool. Sweet. Wow, um, what luck. Yeah, what, what, what dumb luck. Uh, wait, so you freak out a little bit, right? But what if... Do you like puppies? <laughs> I, I do enjoy... I, I I do enjoy dogs. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna cast animal friendship on the dog. Okay. And uh, the dog has to make um, a wisdom saving throw. The dog will <laughs> be charmed by me for the spell's duration, which is 24 hours. Well, the dog just rolled a 14. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, let me double check my spell. Can you cast that on Brixius to be my pet for the day? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I am no, no animal. That, that beats my spell save DC. So um, then I'm just going to tempt it with bacon. No, I don't have any bacon. What? <laughs> I didn't prepare. I should have brought I'm just bacon. Be a Barabbas him as we go across. <laughs> it's okay. I, I I think I'll be all right without the puppy. Yeah, I'm sorry. Bacon? I failed. It's okay, it's just... It's okay. Don't worry about it. I calmly get into the compartment. Alright, so everybody except for Prothean is now in the compartment, and uh, you guys are ready to go. Prothean, since you are on your horse outside of the wagon, as you are traveling through the streets, I'm guessing Driver uh, took the reins. Oh yeah, he's got a purple hat. As you're going through the streets, you approach the market and pass through the market, and suddenly the bridge comes into view. The bridge is a modern engineering marvel. It is so wide that there are houses and shops on either side of the built on either side of the bridge, and there is still room for four carts to travel abreast. And as you start onto the bridge, pillars are have been entered into the bridge and they narrow as you approach the first of the shops. You can still meet, go into a couple of the shops, a couple of the buildings are accessible, but then suddenly there is a checkpoint, and there are guards dressed to the nines and fit to burst with sharp, pointy objects. They hold up their hand and say, Halt, produce your documents to proceed. I pull out my noble papers and set up them. Um, he takes a look at it and says, You're not from around here. I'm from Corsinium. Hmm, Corsinium, hmm. And you are... Have you heard of the Greymane family? Oh, the Greymanes. Fair enough. You may pass. I start to get uneasy. <laughs> I hand him the papers. He takes a look at them and he says, These letters of Mark seem odd. Well, you're, de- you're dealing with a very odd family. You seem odd. Don't start, start talk to me about being odd. My name is driver <laughs> name and title, and I, sh- I need to be driving exactly what my name says. So if we could just move this along just a little bit, you'll find that all my documents are in order. Um, give me a Can persuasion check. Can we hear this from, like, inside the cart? Yes. I want to whisper, hey, I think we might have picked the wrong guy. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a persuasion check. Did you see my brother fight her in the arena recently? You did such a good job. Um, uh, guys. (laughs) Uh, five. 
Oh, <laughs> I pass gas. Um, he says, "What are you hauling?" Oh, mostly uh, air. Air. <laughs> Why yeah. are you going across the bridge? It's canned. I'm going to the other side to get it equipped. You say I just got this thing. I wanted it a car deal, as you, you know, you know how it goes over there on the, the that side of the bridge. Anyway, I wanted to have it repaired by some of the, you know, good artisans on this other side. I didn't want any of that bullcrap going down on the other side. I actually okay. just pictured real quick. He's like, she starts trying to talk. He's like, hold on a second, my brother handles this. And he's like, half behind that card, pulls out his negotiator hat. <laughs> That's he's um, about half a second away. <laughs> One of the guards, there are two. One of the guards goes around back and he peeks his head around, peeks his head in. He rolled a natural one. So he (laughs) fell on the sword and died. So he comes back and says, He's telling the truth. It's all air back there. So and I, uh, give me another persuasion check. This time you have advantage. Okay. So when just, I passed gas, he just thought it was himself. <laughs> I'm just going to say, come on now. Uh, driver never lies. My brother negotiator, though. <laughs> what a tool. Uh, 12. Yep, that'll do it. Uh, they will now trust you anytime you come back and forth across the bridge. And they say, all right, move along, move along. <laughs> They're only going to trust driver now. okay so you guys make it to um, a shop on the bridge where uh, negotiator slash fighter slash spider slash driver slash smuggler know where the criminal criminal contact is and uh, it is called odds and end tables stop it (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you guys go in, and there your criminal contact is there and says, Oh, driver! Oh, wait, uh, I, I left my brother in the wagon. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll hop in the wagon, change it to negotiator, and hop back out. Negotiator, wow. So good to see you. Do you have more people for me to clothe? Yeah, to yes, clothe? we do. I have, uh, I have several of them. One of them is... Just really seems to enjoy being naked, though, so I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe you can tailor around their crotch area and allow them to <laughs> let the wind fly as they seem to enjoy so much. That sounds like a um awesome pair of pants. Kilted up. Yeah, a kilt would be get great. Chat. <laughs> I think I can do that. And she takes all of you out of the compartment, takes you in the back, and you are now dressed like you're ready for a noble party. She turns to you, negotiator, and says, Well, I think I can get them the rest of the way. You go get me some more people. I love dressing your contacts. Can do. And uh, we'll end our episode there. <laughs> before, before we end, uh, he has a request from her. He needs a, uh, a mauve hat. <laughs> <laughs> she says, Oh, yes, you asked for that last time. Here you go. Which <laughs> yeah. brother is this for? Oh, this this is for a uh, sex god name and title. <laughs> yes. Wait, does he keep? Uh, do you keep your hats like visibly in your pockets or something when you're doing this? Because you said it's kind of visible. Oh, it's just, I, I imagine he's got just like a satchel. 
That's just full of hats on a side. Okay, if you're because if you're trying to duck out on us, I'm definitely trying to uh, <laughs> stealthily swipe one of your hats before you take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like he would he would probably leave you guys on the other side of the bridge in uh, in this person's care. So if you wanted to do that, now's the time. So how do I roll <laughs> against him? How does this work? You roll stealth, sleight of hand, and he rolls perception. Let's do it. Or against his passive perception, I guess. Yeah, that's got, not going to be hard to beat. All right. Well, I he's just a, really paranoid and constantly watching his, his satchel. I get a plus eight to whatever I'm rolling here, so hopefully... Oh, God. 15. That beats my passive perception. All right, you get to pick which hat he takes. Yeah, which colored hat do I pull out? Oh, this one has got to be... Um, Can it be a spider? I want to be Spider-Man. No, this one's, <laughs> this one's plaid. who's that for Um, that's probably from uh, his brother mermaid name and title (laughs) and title (laughs) alright and on that we will end our episode Um, it was a wild ride we apologize if um, the audio was a little below our normal uh, our normal standards we had a little bit of connectivity issues on our end, but we appreciate you sticking through it. We appreciate you being here. We especially appreciate that Chris was able to join us today. You were great. We loved meeting the octuplet <laughs> brothers. Thank you for having me. I think we here. met like nine of the octuplets though there. No, there was eight. Um, there was solid eight. Okay. Did now we actually get to eight? Yeah, we did. By the time we hit the, the bridge, there was six, so I added two more. Mermaid and say. sex god. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, we're we're really happy that you were able to join us. And um, if you want to see a little bit more about what Chris is doing, check out Retroverse, Lasers and Liches. Uh, Kickstarter, you said, is starting back up in December. January, hopefully. De- December. December, probably, running into January. And then we will, uh, if everything goes well, we will be able to release the second test wave in like late January or early February, probably. Um, which, I mean, the first test wave is like 150 pages, and we want to more than double that um, with the second test wave. So it'll be a lot of fun content. Awesome. Well, go check out his uh, first test wave and leave a review for him. I'm sure it goes a long way towards helping him it does uh know what he needs to do huge difference (laughs) and uh, if you want to leave a review for our show head over to itunes stitcher uh apple podcasts five star rating review that really helps us know if we're doing a good job if you're enjoying what you're hearing and until then if you want to keep in touch with us you can follow us on social media and especially on twitter at death saving bros ben no, oh, you usually introduce yourself. Oh, you can follow. You can also follow me personally at HB Camper. You can follow me at Benfro15. You can follow me at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. Get it? You can follow me at B underscore R I C H A 918. You can follow your dreams. You can follow me at E S N E M E T H. And Chris, uh, you're wonderful. Uh, it's at. <laughs> at Snicklesocks, S-N-I-C-K-E-L-S-O-X. I love that. <laughs> Go there, follow him. He does a bunch of D&D plot hooks. He has lots of fun content from his retroverse and uh, all-around fun time. So until next time, keep saving those death throws. 
and we'll see you on the next one. Outro music. Bye. Thank roll you. Rolling, 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 rolling. Hold on. Shut the fuck up. Can you hear me? Clearly. All right. Hi, Chris. I'm Brad. I'm Vulgar. Nice to meet you. Okay. I was confused when you counted differently. <laughs> How did I count differently? You counted down and then you counted up. <laughs> Changes things. Well, Matt, take that out your mouth and yell. I can't. It's stuck. Hey guys, can you hear me now? Is your mic on, dipshit? Yeah. Is it just coming through Paul's? Did you turn your mic on? Yeah, it's on. Because <laughs> I've made that mistake before. Twice, actually. <laughs> Get through an entire <laughs> recording? Wait a second. <laughs> Never turn my mic on. Did you guys hear Matt during any of those tests? Not at all. No. No. Hello? I didn't realize there was a Matt. <laughs> then... Can you stop scraping the bottom of your yogurt cup, you fucking douche? Hello? He's over here teat suckling the fucking spoon <laughs> for yogurt. It's shaved ice, okay? Sha that's not shaved ice. Yeah, it is. That shaved ice? Yeah. Looked like yogurt. You look like pudding. Whoa. I'll give you guys the pudding. <laughs> it's the, my new favorite insult. You look like yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> Call me pudding one more fucking time. Listen to your pudding cup. I'm gonna fuck you in the mouth. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Just don't finish. I mean, it's Threaten weird. me with a good time. <laughs> yeah. All right, pudding cup. <laughs> oh, man. I like the beard you got going on there. That's a hell of a one. Yeah, you too. Both got a Thank decent you. beard I appreciate going. it. Get that about a bitch. Yeah. Man. Hey, nice yours looks pretty here. good too. Yeah, we're working on it. Shaved. Just the other day, and it's already coming back. God, you that, was, like that was a mistake. Just let it, just let it grow. Hey, it's okay. It looks like his dad. It's hilarious. <laughs> I just get a nice, like, little patch on my chin that looks like a ball sack. <laughs> Can you guys still hear us? You're getting quieter, Paul. Oh, that was cool. Oh, no, Paul. Can you hear us? back into the infinity. <laughs> Paul, come back. Come Don't line. leave us just down. yet. I need to know what happens next in the campaign. <laughs> Matt, scream if you can hear us. Ah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is there a pterodactyl? Give me a second. It's gonna have to sit in your lap. You're gonna, you're gonna have to share a mic. Matt, you yeah. could always sit on Paul's lap and talk about the first thing that pops up. I mean, I talk about Paul's penis anyway, so. Brofist, like, across. Good job. <laughs> oh, hold on. I gotta, Congratulations. He's gotta come back in the oh, screen God for that one it. real quick. He just wants to brofist you, man. Oh, I like being fisted. Fist. Yeah, bro. Oh my, I just got fisted. Like, does this mean like when your project gets all like big and like world recognized, I could say I got fisted by you? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, in like three years, I'm going to write a tell-all about how I was fisted. Okay, you can go for it. All right. You know what? I probably won't even deny it. <laughs> if, if my thing gets famous, famous enough that I can get in some sort of crazy-ass controversy because someone said that I fisted them, I'll consider it a success. Hey. I'm happy to be a part of it. 
He's going to continuously talk about being fisted by you every single week until you acknowledge that it happened. That's what my next tattoo yeah. is going to be. I was fisted on this day at this time. Yeah. Right across my hand. <laughs> Just every time you tell the story, you add another notch for how far. Yeah. I'm going to write, like, I'm going to shave my head and then put Chris yeah. was here and then let my head grow up. <laughs> By the time you're done, it's like up to your shoulder. You got like a he man. He he went all the way. It was it was insane. I felt him in the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> he snapped his fingers and I burped. It was the weirdest damn thing in the world. <laughs> What's that fucking thing that hangs in the back of your mouth called? Your uvula. Yeah, he touched it. <laughs> Use it like a punching bag. Or a pinata. Ooh, I like pinatas. I like when they <laughs> bust. I just got up there and tickled it. He's just working like a puppet all day, every day. Hey, you shut your face! If I don't hear you talk, I shut my arm up your ass and work your mouth like a puppet. He pulled his fist out and told me that I needed to brush the back of my teeth a little bit more. What <laughs> <laughs> a lot of plaque up there! <laughs> are you flossing? Why your wisdom teeth are coming in nice? <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> This man, this man just pulled out an entire pack of Kool-Aid jammers and didn't say a fucking word. Kool-Aid yammers. We're yamming, baby. Oh, we're yamming. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, Morgana Rides, and Spyglass are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.